Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. and welcome back to Harry Potter and the Half-Drunk Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Sam. And this is our bonus episode this week. Number four. Number four. I think. Welcome to week question mark of quarantine. It's at least week four of this. Yes. We've been doing this for a month now. What the fuck? Yeah. Time flies when you're yeah. at home. When you have nothing else to do. Yeah. But, 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 but. It is such a good day because you guys have been great with your suggestions for who we should do. So you're making our lives like very easy when it comes to planning these episodes. Right. We appreciate that. And this week is all about the professors of Hogwarts and what drinks we think they would gravitate towards. Yeah. So we were recommended to do obviously the four heads of houses and then the headmaster but we had already done Dumbledore in a previous episode actually the first quarantine bonus episode and there's not really another headmaster that we know well enough to do because McGonagall and Snape are obviously heads of houses so we chose Hagrid in place of a headmaster which I think is perfect because we need to get Hagrid on the books here it's not Hogwarts without Hagrid exactly I would say so, and he has arguably one of the best classes to teach caramel creatures. He that does. would probably be it would be my top two probably of classes that I'd want to take. <laughs> Problematic at times, but definitely a class I would sign up for. But yeah, just a couple of things first. Um, next week we will be taking an off week from the bonus episodes. But then we'll be right back to having them come out. We just have some personal stuff, but just to put that out there right now so that you're not surprised when you don't have two episodes next week. That's why. Yep, but we've got some media ones coming because we're continuing our deep dive next week, so yep, you'll still have plenty of content to digest. A lot. A lot of content. A heavy death is coming our way in our regular deep dives. Oh, it's coming, coming straight at us, coming fast. All right. Well, let's just let's just do it. So let's start with McGonagall. Well, how 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 about you tell me what you're drinking right now? Oh, I'm drinking a margarita. <laughs> this hey, week. yes. So, leftover uh, from Cinco. Leftover from Cinco de Mayo. It is just the usual margarita I make. It's super simple. It's one part tequila, one part lime juice, and a half a part of agave. Ooh, and nice. Okay, well, nice. I I have I got a cocktail book for Christmas, and I've been playing around with my margarita recipe, and I gotta say it's very good. <laughs> it is very. I only put a shot of tequila in there, but it's very good. The agave it makes it taste like a restaurant quality margarita. So. Okay. You know, I, um, on Cinco de Mayo, I ordered some Mexican food. I ordered some shrimp fajitas from one of my favorite places in L.A. called Pink Taco. And it's so good. It's so fucking good. But I, they didn't have their margaritas available for delivery through Postmates. So, one, 
pissed. So I was looking for margarita delivery on a different restaurant website, delivery service, whatever, and it was gonna be like ten dollars for the margarita and then like twenty-five total to have it delivered. And I was like, do I really need a twenty-five dollar margarita? Yes, but no. So <laughs> <laughs> So um I have been drinking Golden Road, which is a California brewery here local and it's my favorite since I've been here and my favorite's mango cart but I had to get the variety pack at the CVS so right now I am drinking pineapple cart though I will say that I tried one of the melon carts that came in this variety pack it's like watermelon flavored and previously it said that I hate watermelon but I have to agree that it, it does just taste like a watermelon Jolly Rancher so I even like it over pineapple cart and pineapple is like arguably one of my probably favorite fruit so there you go there's something to be said about artificial watermelon it tastes <laughs> nothing like the actual thing but it's good yeah and I'll stand right. by that it's all right but I'm a, yeah I'm a, I'm a little on board with that so anyways that's what we're drinking so you want to get start with McGonagall yeah, let's do it. Let's start with our Gryffindor head of house, also served as headmistress okay. for a while. So for McGonagall, I wanted to take her back to her roots. So <laughs> she is a Scottish old-fashioned. Okay. So in this, it's two ounces of scotch, some bitters, orange juice, lemon juice, a sugar cane cube, a maraschino cherry to garnish, and some ice. Super simple, and I guess a Scottish take on an old-fashioned. That's just, it kind of describes her, because she is old-fashioned, and she's very proud of her Scottish heritage. It's very evident in the way she dresses and carries herself. Yeah, I was back and forth between doing something Scottish or doing what I first thought of her was gin like that she liked gin so I decided to go with some sort of gin cocktail and I decided on a Tom Collins which is a classic gin cocktail it's been around for over a hundred years so in it you fill a shaker with ice cubes and then you add gin lemon or lime juice and sweet sour mix and you shake it and then you strain into a like highball glass filled with ice and club soda and then you stir well and garnish with a cherry and an orange slice so i thought that she would like the tartness with the lemon lime juice and it's fizzy with the soda and i just think she'd like gin and then i think that she would like having the little garnish of a cherry because like as stern and serious as she is 90 percent of the time she does like a little bit of fun a little pop of fun like a cherry would provide I like that even though we went kind of opposite directions, the garnish is still the same. Yeah, like she still has to have that little. And it's Gryffindor treat. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, let's do Snape next. Okay. Uh, so for Snape, I chose a mind eraser cocktail. Is what it's called. That is perfect. So I knew I wanted to do something with vodka for Snape. I don't know why, just something screamed vodka about him to me. So I found this cocktail, and for some reason I felt like it just made sense. 
so in a mind eraser cocktail you fill the uh, like a bourbon glass or something with ice and then you add Kahlua mm-hmm. it's equal parts Kahlua and then vodka on top of that and then you layer club soda on top of that so it's three parts equal parts Kahlua vodka club soda and you kind of like build it you stack it up in the glass and it was created in the 80s so probably around the same time that Snape would have been drinking heavily to try to erase his mind of all the damage he had done and the death of the woman that he loved and since it is a layered drink so the bottom layer is really dark with Kahlua I think it just adds to like the underlying darkness of his character and all the stuff happening beneath the surface that we don't know about until the very end and yeah it's vodka and it's dark and it just kind of looked like him I like it. Um, For Snape, I kind of went old school. I think much like Lucius, if he was ordering a cocktail, he'd kind of want it to be something unique that not a lot of people drink or that people would think he's kind of like elevated, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because as much as Snape kind of wants to fly under the radar as far as his identity, he does like to be a know-it-all. I mean, he, he just does. So this is called the secret cocktail. Oh. So it's 1.5 ounces of dry gin, 0.5 ounces of apple brandy, uh, half a lemon, an egg white, and two dashes of real pomegranate grenadine. So it's, <laughs> it's a really random cocktail. It's super old. People have been making it since... Did you say apple brandy? Apple brandy, also known as Applejack. Oh. Yeah. So it's something super unique. Plus, I think he'd like it. It's called The Secret, and that man has a lot of secrets. Yes. Yes, he does. He is one secret altogether. Okay, so Flitwick next. Yes. So I struggled with this one. At first, I went super flamboyant um just because i think as a character he's just a super fun character and likes to party we saw that at the yule ball Uh so i kind of went with something blue because i think he'd want to represent his house okay and this is just kind of a fun drink so it's called a bijou so it's one and a half ounces of pear vodka oh yeah five ounces of apple juice a third ounce of blue curacao, or however the hell you say that. Curacao. Curacao. I finally figured it out. Curacao. You can too. Yeah. Curacao. I, I probably am saying it wrong, and someone's gonna ask me, but. <laughs> oh well. Black and blackberries. So you fill the shaker with ice cubes. You all, add all the ingredients. You shake it up. You strain, and then you garnish with some fresh blackberries on top. It's a very pretty light blue, and I just think it's fun and whimsical, like him. Mm, nice. Yeah, I actually was really close to also doing a blue cocktail, but I was right with you on the I want it to be really fun and flamboyant and just like the most like fruity drink ever. And it's not saying that like Flitwick is flamboyant, but th- we have seen him when he ordered a drink in Prisoner of Azkaban. He got something with like a little umbrella in it. I can't remember exactly what it was that he was drinking, but we know that's his taste. Um, And yeah, like you said, he's just a lot of fun. 
So I thought, what is the most fruity and fun cocktail that there is that I can think of? And maybe would make him giggle when he orders it. And it is a sex on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so in a sex on the beach, it has a one and a third ounce of shot of vodka, one and a third ounce of cranberry juice, two thirds ounce of peach schnapps, one and a third ounce of orange juice, and then you mix all the ingredients together and garnish with an orange slice. And um, you can also put a cherry in there as well. And yeah, I just think it's super fun. And I think he would get a kick out of ordering it and Those drinking it and probably put a little umbrella in there. Are so good and should only be enjoyed, in my opinion, at a swim-up bar in a pool. Because that's, <laughs> that's where I was introduced to the cocktail, and it is a perfect cocktail if you're swimming in Cancun or anywhere on vacation. Yeah, at any of those like, resorts that you swim up to and it's like yeah. all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink, hell yeah. Um, I actually <laughs> don't think I've a- ever had sex on the beach for whatever reason. I think, you know, at those places or in the summertime I usually go for just like a pina colada or a a margarita or whatever but I remember the first time I ever heard of this cocktail was in that movie that sleepover movie yeah do you remember that movie I know it had people in it that like I don't even know who they are but the guy was really cute and I really liked him but he was way too old to be in high school (laughs) and (laughs) anyways they get dressed up go to the bar and sex on the beach is the only drink they know so it's just fun yeah all right well let's do sprout next and let's leave hagrid for last okay so for dear pomona i wanted a drink that had some sort of plant in it for garnish so i immediately thought of mint and that made me think of a mojito well we have the same drink for this. Hello, one. sister. This is Pomona's <laughs> drink then. So, since Pomona would like the earthier tones in the drink from the mint, I think that fits. But I also think she really likes the sweetness. I, for some reason, feel like she has a sweet tooth. I feel like if she was your neighbor, she would be baking you all kinds of chocolate chip cookies all the time. So, I think she would really like the sweetness of the lime juice and sugar. That's also in a mojito. I'll just read the ingredients. So in a mojito, you have one and a half ounce of white rum, six leaves of mint, and you muddle them together with sugar and lime juice, and you have an ounce of lime juice that you muddle with, and two teaspoons of sugar, and then you just um, add it to a glass and garnish with some more mint leaves and serve it with a straw on the rocks. And I actually discovered mojitos a couple summers ago, and I love them. Like, there was a bar that I went to that had them on tap i don't even know how that happens but they had mojitos on tap and it was amazing and dangerous i love mojitos i discovered them in college because i had heard someone order one once at dinner and i was like oh i want to try it so it's very good honestly it's one of my drinks my go-to drinks just because it's super refreshing and it kind of goes with everything Mm -hmm. so I have had them. The last time I had them, they were made, like, poorly, so I I haven't had one for a while, but, yeah, this has made me want to dive back in once the bars are open again, because I'm probably not going to make a mojito. I don't like to have, like, mint in my house, because it just goes bad, and then I feel awful about it. But 
I thought of the same reasons, because it's sweet and because of the leaves in it. When I was searching, I had a mojito in the back of my head, but I wanted to see what else was out there, so I literally searched earthy cocktails. <laughs> That's what I did. I was like, what kind of cocktails have plants in them? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think she'd be, too. Um, so now we just have Hagrid. All right. So if I was to have him be a cocktail, I would do a sidecar. Okay. Because it's a brandy cocktail, and it kind of alludes to Sirius's motorbike that he has. But honestly... I just think Hagrid's kind of a drink-it-straight kind of guy. We see that multiple times throughout the books. And I just don't think he goes for all the glitz and glamour that some other characters might go towards. Guess what? That's what I said, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think he would just be a bottle of brandy or a large stout beer or something. Like, I don't think he is a cocktail. That's a trick question. Yeah, I literally said some sort of dark alcohol, like whiskey, brandy, something just straight up, or maybe an imperial type of stout, like very stout beer. Because, I mean, he would choose that depending on how drunk he wants to get, but we, you know, we see Hagrid drink plenty throughout the series, and honestly, I think he needs the stiffest of stiff when it comes to alcohol, because it takes so much more to get him drunk. So he doesn't, like, mess around with anything with really low alcohol content or that's like really sugary or frou-frou or fancy because he's got to you know get to the next level and it takes him longer so he's got to have more alcohol to do it yeah i mean i played around with it looking for whatever cocktail he would be but at the end of the day hagrid is again we've said it before he's the character we see drink the most and think if Hagrid's drinking he's drinking to get intoxicated I don't think he's drinking just to have a drink I don't think he would refuse a cocktail if someone bought him one and gave it to him but if it's just up to him I think he's just like just pour me something in a glass and give it to me you know and I respect that yeah so that's that I don't have any closing remarks other than (laughs) you can find us at HP Half Drunk on Instagram and Twitter, and Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast on Facebook, and let us know what other characters you'd like us to talk about on these bonus episodes. Yep, and you can find us anywhere you listen to a podcast, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Himalaya, iHeartRadio, probably other stuff that I don't even know about, but if you're there, feel free to give us a rating, leave us a review, subscribe, or, you know, you don't have to. I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> but if you're listening to these bonus episodes, odds are you already do all of that. But yeah, we hope you're staying safe and staying sane. And if your state is reopening, we hope that you are wearing a mask and... Yeah, please know, use caution and like, still use caution. you know, common sense. Don't just like, I saw all these, like, sorry, I know we're like getting off here, but... I- <laughs> I saw these people just, like, rushing to the mall, and I'm like, what? That's going to be Karn. I'm going to have to hold him back with all my strength to have that boy not go to the Mm. mall. But just use caution. We want to be out of this quarantine just as much as as the next person. So we're all in this together. Let's just wear a mask and protect each other. We're all in this together. together. That's where we should end this. 
Have a great week. You can see it. Mischief managed. <laughs> <laughs>